Hey, it's Avery Truffleman, host of Articles of Interest. And I've got to say, I've been a fan of KQED ever since I was a little kid, and I would come out to San Francisco to visit my grandma. It was just what we'd always turn on every time we got in the car, every time we were making dinner and turning on the radio. It was always KQED. And then over the years, I've become a massive fan of KQED podcasts because this is local reporting at its best. These are answers to questions you've always wanted to know, interviews with exciting, unusual voices, necessary journalism, all told with love and care and artistry. And did you know that a majority of KQED's funding actually comes from members? It's just people like you and me supporting the programs they love while also getting access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. If you want to sign up and be a part of this amazing community, visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts to become a member today. That's podcasts with an S. Thank you for listening, and thank you for your support. From KQED. You're listening to Bay Curious. I'm Jessica Plachek, standing in for Olivia Allen Price. Today, we're going to start the show with a little quiz. First question, what is a sideshow? Is it A, the small tent at a circus? Or is it B, Cars in motion, revved up engines, fancy paint jobs, sick rims, and dang good speaker systems. In Oakland, there's only one answer. Sideshows are these kind of pop-up street shows. They feature tricked out vehicles that pull wild stunts for cheering crowds. Here's the next question. Are sideshows... A, moments for cultural expression, or B, spaces where violence and vandalism break out. That one may be harder to answer. They say several large groups used social media to plant the illegal sideshows. Oakland police especially. I've only seen sideshows on the news. This week's question asker is Shirley Yoon. She moved to Oakland six years ago. I had to do a Wikipedia search after the news just to see like, okay, what is this about? Why are people taking their cars out, doing all these crazy stunts? And now Shirley wants to know more. What's up with sideshows? Why are they a thing in Oakland? And how did crime become associated with them? Support for Bay Curious comes from Sierra Nevada Brewing Company. Committed to brewing things the right way since 1980, because when you're a family-run brewery, there's no other way to do it. Sierra Nevada Brewing Company, still family-owned, operated, and argued over. And be sure to stay tuned through the end of the show so you can play our monthly trivia game for a chance to win some cool prizes. Hey, it's Glenn Washington from Snap Judgment, and if you love what you're hearing... And I know you love what you're hearing. Please consider becoming a KQED member. You get special access to cool events, behind-the-scenes footage, and so much more. Plus, you'll sleep better at night knowing you did your part for the community you depend upon. It's in you. Please be in it. Visit donate.kqed.org podcasts to sign up now. That's podcast with an S. Thanks. 
Today, Sandia Dirks takes us on a tour of the sideshow. This tour has a soundtrack. Drop it. It seemed like it started around when hip-hop first got out here with Sugar Hill Gang. The year, Sean Kennedy says, was 1982. Kennedy knows this because he was a kid in Deep East Oakland at the time. Now he's kind of a go-to guy when it comes to all things hip-hop and hyphy. I meet Kennedy at the food mart in Deep East Oakland. He's just grabbed some groceries and he's heading home. But this is where he wants to meet me because he says this is where it all began. There was a carnival that used to exist right here at Foothill Square because there was a skating rink right here at Foothill Square. So all the, and all the people would come down here to the skating rink and to the carnival. And the sideshow wasn't donuts and spinning cars and stuff like that. It was actually cruising through the parking lot of Foothill Square and everybody would show off their best cars. That was the original sideshow of East Oakland. Lovingly modified cars painted cherry red and apple green bouncing with hydraulics, stopping and starting and spurting, rising up on their rims. It wasn't the first time people had cruised around in their souped-up Chevys, but this, this felt different. The music was teaching the cars to dance. The sideshows were also a place to meet girls, to rep parties, a place to hawk homemade fashion, share new beats and lyrics. It became a kind of cultural marketplace, says Yak Azaboy. He was documenting sideshows in the 90s, when Oakland's unique music and culture was born. They called it hyphy. You would really understand what is popular in Oakland. Um, I, I think for about three or four years straight. I mean, we used to hear this song by a group called Three Times Crazy. And... Um, it was, it was just the bass line, and it was so popular and sounds so good on, on really nice audio systems. It was just like, almost like a sideshow theme. Tank full of gas, pocket full of gas, sideshow's going down tonight. Made a ride on 73rd and purchased some act ride, bounce back in. Uh, what's the best music to come out of the sideshow? Wow. What a hard question to answer. All of it. <laughs> Richie Rich Sideshow song. Wait, wait, cut this stuff, man. This ain't no sideshow. Rich, kick the sideshow. Now, that's classic. That's a classic when it comes to explaining the sideshow in the early days of the sideshow. In Oakland, California, every Saturday night, brothers, we ride. Straight lace zeniths, drop tops, buckets, high performance. We really don't be tripping. You know? Music might have been the lifeblood of the sideshow, but Kennedy says the heart pumping that blood was the car culture. Back in the day, it was um, Falcons and Mustangs and Cougars. Hey, what's going on? How's that look? Any different? I mean, not much. We measured like three quarters of an inch. Ruben Flores is greeting a customer whose car he's just modified at his shop on the corner of MacArthur and 98th, A1 Spring Service. Back in the day, and even now, this has been the place to go to take your car. Just like Kennedy, Flores went to school around here at Castlemont High. The owner of the shop, he was losing a man, a mechanic, so he came down to the high school to, to ask about the auto shop program. And I got interviewed a little bit and came in. First day of work became <laughs> the longest day of work, you know, 38 years later. 38 years ago, it wasn't about speed. It was about going lower and, low and slow. 
Low and slow was a way to show off the beauty of your car. Flores says that his shop, A1 Spring Service, it became known for fixing up cars one way in particular. When A1 means is, um, in, the, in the car culture, it means that your car is higher in the front, the stance is higher in the front and lower in the back. So they have that pointing toward the moon type of look. And it's named after here. It's named after here, right. They started calling it A1. And then I, and a lot of guys will say, you know, I got A1. A1, that was the place to go. They said, go to A1. I, I have my car sitting A1. That's Yekpazua Zazaboy again. Over time, he says, stunts got wilder as low and slow became fast and loose. It went from a nice, slow cruising type of an event to a much faster, um, you know, speed away from the cops type of an event. Everyone has a story about when and how things got out of hand. Zazaboy says it was when the guys with cheap cars started doing donuts to get attention. Sean Kennedy says it was when the new built-for-speed Mustangs came on the market in the 1980s. Maybe it was the death of a young girl in a police chase during a sideshow in the mid-1990s. Many outsider spaces, once they get popular, have problems, from drugs to violence. Just look at Burning Man. Sideshows were no exception. But because this was people of color gathering, often poor black people, because they were criminalized already, sideshows were seen as the problem. In the early to mid-2000s came this raft of anti-sideshow laws. One allowed police to arrest spectators. Another law allowed Oakland police to impound any car they thought was involved in a sideshow. Zazaboy says that made it personal. Their car is an extension of their ego. You take away that car, you've killed their ego. And that is exactly what they did out here in Oakland. Sean Kennedy doesn't deny that bad stuff did go down. There were shootings and drugs, absolutely. But he believes the ruthlessness of the backlash had to do with race. It was young black kids out there doing it. That made it even a bigger problem. Um, Look at these young black kids that don't have nothing to do with their lives and out there uh, playing around in these cars, carrying guns and selling drugs. As much as I love sideshows and stuff, it's a dangerous culture when it comes to spinning around a half a ton vehicle with no barriers and people standing there. Around 2009, there was this movement to legalize sideshows, sort of the way skateboard parks legalize skateboarding. But nothing came of that. As for the attempts to clamp down on sideshows, that hasn't really worked either. Now, it's a newer generation, a bigger spectacle. People coming from all over California, like pilgrims. The stunts are crafted for social media now. Spectators walking into a mist of burnt tire smoke, walking right up to cars in motion, giant fidget spinners on wheels, and slapping their hoods, ducking and dodging, all filmed for Instagram and YouTube. Sideshows still destroy property. Gunfire still breaks out. TV anchors still tell us how dangerous they are, how lawless. What's lost beneath those stories is the creativity and culture born right here in Oakland. How young people made a world on street corners and in abandoned mall parking lots. They fixed up cars, taught them to dance, and made the soundtrack from scratch.
Today's story was reported from Oakland by Sandia Dirks. Thanks to Shirley Yoon, our question asker this week. Bay Curious is made in San Francisco at KQED. I'm Jessica Placzek. Thanks for listening. Hi, Bay Curious listeners. Are you ready to play May's trivia game? Every month, we read a question here at the end of our episode. You can give us your answers over at our website, kqed.org slash baycurious, or just click the link in the episode description. Out of the correct answers, we'll randomly choose one lucky winner to receive a cool prize package with Bay Curious swag and Sierra Nevada goodies. Okay, our question for the month is, the world's longest-running pillow-fighting contest was held from 1966 to 2006 in what Bay Area town? Our trivia quiz is made possible by Sierra Nevada Brewing Company. Good luck! Hey there, it's Olivia Allen Price, host of Bay Curious, the podcast. KQED Podcasts wants to thank listeners like you, whose support makes this podcast possible. If you want to help us continue to make great content, visit donate.kqed.org slash podcasts. That's donate.kqed.org slash podcasts. And thanks.